Ash, you're in the hot seat today with the buttons. I'm controlling them, and the podcast is starting now. I freaking love you, love you. Something about you, about you. And all of the feels, it's magic for real. I freaking love you, love you. I just feel better when I sing. I don't know it how like to releases make... endorphins. It does. Guys, this is a monumental podcast in that it's not monumental because like most podcasts we film, the first take we got into a terrible fight and erased it. And this is our post makeup podcast. Here we are. Here we are. We have good things to talk about. I cannot. Because it's October 30th. I can't decide if this podcast is a good thing for us or a bad thing for us because we fight so much while making it but we also i feel like talk about things we wouldn't talk about Mm -hmm. unless we did it so it's either ruining our marriage or which i like to think of it as the second way it's helping us like fast track all of our issues Uh and get through them because we have and to be friends to podcast and it's our job. To so podcast. would you say it's strengthening or is the other option? I feel like it's like put little like rockets on the back of our marriage and it's like zooming In a good us way. through all the crap and all the good things. But we just like, you can't not talk about the things if you are doing a talk show with your husband. I'd say that's a good thing. It may be a good thing. I declare that it is. It is. Guys, it is almost Halloween. Yeah. So in honor of it almost being Halloween, I thought I would do what I do every year and wonder why the heck we celebrate Halloween. Because I know nothing about its origins. All I know is now it's a reason to get together, dress up in costumes, and on the night of Halloween, kids go around and get candy from strangers. That is very accurate. It is the weirdest holiday. Here's the thing about Halloween. There are two schools of thought, I feel like. There's the school of... Because nobody celebrates it for the reason that we've originally celebrated for, which I'm going to read in a little bit. <laughs> I mean, maybe some people do out there. Let me. Here's the school of thoughts. Okay. You either... For the people who like Halloween, you're, you're either on the lane of, I'm going to take this a, a really cute way, and it's going to be like harvest and fun, and children will like to visit my house, or... <laughs> yeah. There are so many people in our neighborhood who I feel like have taken it way too far. There's a house down the street that has dead babies all over it. I think it has. And the babies are eating each other. And the babies, if you look in the window, are hanging dead from the window frames. I do not get it. Some people just love that. And that's just who they are. But that's just not me. It's so freaking weird to me. Do their kids just get home from school one day and see what their mom and dad have done? Look, is this how mom and dad actually think? But this is the only day of the year that they can actually express it and not be like shunned from society for it. There's another house down the street that has Freddy. I haven't even seen the movie, but I don't want to see it just from what they've made of their house. It's basically like their house has been attacked by a serial killer. And there's dead bodies and there's blood. There's like blood writing on the and ceiling Freddy, says like something, some, one, two, like Freddy's coming for you yeah, or something. Yeah, and Freddy's there. It's like the creepiest. It's it's horrifying. I don't I don't get it. It's so weird. And that is what America does year after year. Nobody says anything about it. Especially for a girl like me. I can't even watch Coraline without getting nightmares. What's Coraline? It's like a, it's it's like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Okay, so this is where Halloween originally came from. Are you ready, Ash? Pray tell. This is straight from history.com. Halloween is a holiday celebrated each year on October 31st. And Halloween 2019 occurs on Thursday. Okay, okay, okay. The tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. Okay. The evening before, known as All Hallows' Eve, and later Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, uh-huh. festive gatherings, donning costumes, and eating treats, which is very different than, like, warding off ghosts by lighting huge bonfires and, like, honoring the the dead or whatever. It's almost like an invitation. Depending who you are, you're either inviting satanic creatures to come and have a festival at your house, or you're inviting harvest straw and gourds. <laughs> You're celebrating <laughs> the harvest. <laughs> celebrating, not that we farm anything, but we'll just celebrate it because somebody out there is harvesting something this time of year. The pumpkin patch makes me so mad. Why? They charge so much for pumpkins. If you buy a normal pumpkin, it's a normal price, but they have like harvest gourds that are the white ones and the cute ones, and they're all just a gourd. It's yeah. not like it costs more to make them. They charge. Like $30 for a white pumpkin. 30 Yeah. That's that's how much my big old fat one was. The yeah, because yours is a cheapie that no one wants. The big huge one next door front door? Yeah. Yeah, well, they're just profiting off of this crazy holiday that is a national holiday, Halloween, where you just dress up like whatever you want and go get candy. Like, it is the most pointless holiday. Your story reminded me of something. What? It re- you're always asking me what new sound effects I want. Yeah. And I was wishing, and I loved your story, and I thought it was very educational. But yeah. I was thinking a like snoring sound, like <laughs> someone falling. Like asleep. if I'm if I'm droning on too yeah. long, you just hit the or me. Like button. I always tell historical news stories that you think are stupid. Oh yeah, not the one stupid. Where you did day, like this day in history, I'll just hit that button like to I introduce love the this segment. day in history <laughs> all right now for this day in history <laughs> go ahead ash but i think it would add a bit a bit of comedic flair it would it would and it would make you maybe like this day in history okay segments. i'll replace the zoolander quote that you hate it's, and honestly to myself it gets annoying after hearing it so many it's times too long here listen guys where is it though what? Which one is it? What color? I already deleted it. Oh. It's the gray one. It used to be a color. It's gone forever. <laughs> I love I love inside jokes. <laughs> love to be a part of one someday. <laughs> Just push one for you. All right, thanks. Okay, do you got a you got a story before we dive into the things? I don't have a story, I have a fact. Oh good. The fact <laughs> Here's the facts. You make the noise before we have the button. Oh, that's a cool segment. Here's the facts with Ashley. <laughs> The facts with Ashley. Here's the facts. Cool. The facts with Ashley. No, I want it to be like, here's the facts with Ashley. I'm Per Happily, and these are the facts that Ashley is about to tell you right now. What would you guess would be the number one children's Halloween costume this year, if you were to guess? Let's see what movies are trending right now. Ooh. 
You're thinking um, big. It would be, it w- if I'm thinking like what the kids are into these You're days. You're like land before time. It would be like a <laughs> Airbud. <laughs> Wishbone. Brink. <laughs> Johnny Tsunami. Blank check. Who was that girl? I loved that Disney show. Um, she lived in space. Oh, gosh. You guys will have to. Magic mess- school bus. No, she lived in space. She had a Ms. friend. Frizz goes to space. Hold on. Look it up on your phone really quick. Disney movie, Girl Lives in Space. It was right before Hillary Duff's time. Anyway. Disney movie, Girl Lives in Space. Come on, not finding anything oh, for Girl Lives gosh. in Space. Don't ask Siri. She literally cannot answer any questions. Search the web for Disney movie, Girl Lives in Space. That's not the name she won't understand. Xenon? Yes! Girl of the 21st century? That one. Take it back. Siri does know a thing or two. There you go. That was our segment, asking Siri a question. <laughs> there we go. Write that one down, too. Let's ask Siri a question, shall we? Asking. Another segment for the podcast. Okay, the, anyways. The um, thing about our segment. I guess like Fortnite or Mr. Beast merch or... Um, you are not in the mind of a child. I don't know. Okay, what is it? Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Is there like a new Spider-Man out or something? You know, or is that just like a classic no, character that a, kids are still loving? It's just classic. You know what I think it is? What? Parents are like, what do you want to be for Halloween? And maybe the kid will be like, I want to be a Fortnite person. And the yeah. parents are like, the parents are like eh, what is that? And then they're like, not. do you want to be Spider-Man? And then the child says, who's Spider-Man? And then the indoctrination begins. Maybe one generation. After I guess there the are next. a lot of superhero movies out and I've never really been like a huge fan. Yeah. I and was, Ashley is actually an unfan. She, she dislikes them a lot. I just think they make your kids violent. You think as a kindergarten teacher, I enjoyed the children who were obsessed with superheroes way less than I enjoyed the children who weren't. Is that a nice way of saying it? <laughs> That's probably the most nice way to say They were just more violent. That. Okay. They were just more violent. Yeah. And maybe it was the children who had way too much superhero exposure. It just made it hard to be in a classroom with them when they were trying to kill everybody. Huh. So then you want the number two. It wasn't a girl costume. It was the Avengers. The Avengers there. The, it went like Spider-Man, the Avengers, a witch, a dinosaur, and then it was frozen characters. Huh. Huh. Well, okay, we didn't make any of those, but we do have cute costumes. Did we you do. guys see the vlog, the costume reveal? If you How? haven't seen it yet, go check out either Facebook or YouTube. Search Dashley's 2019 Halloween costume. How do you feel about your Halloween costume? Um, I picked I it out. It. You did good. And it's like better. I like the little ropes. It's, it's like surprising it's, how manly a Peter Pan costume can be. It looks good. And I, I should have more green clothes. You should. You look like really it. good. Like we green. only have blue for you and we should go green. Let's get some more green shirts for me. It did good things for your complexion. It did. It did. How do you feel more importantly about Luna's costume? Sweet angel from heaven. Rainbow. Luna appropriately (laughs) was garbed in a rainbow. Yeah. She's a little angel rainbow dog and you have to go look at Instagram. By the way, she's so lucky and dash almost have 10,000 followers. on Luna and dash are growing faster than we ever grew. They are. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's so funny as soon as they can have swipe up links on their stories you can get swipe up links on your stories once you have over ten thousand followers we can just like luna and dash can just send people to 
what they've been reading lately on the internet. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. We want to make this highly satirical. Like, highly. <laughs> what should they be reading? It's like a puppy's daily or something like that. The good news I'm of sure the morning. <laughs> good news today. Dash just like, okay, we'll come up with more like... New, their favorite We'll round pet out products. their personalities and really let them shine through the Instagram stories. Oh, Dash was a zebra. Essentially, we ordered from Target the two costumes they had left because we were really late to it, but they fit them beautifully. They do. Truly beautifully. And our theme for all the costumes, uh, if you saw them in the vlog, you already know, it's Disney theme. Because we two were late to the show and all of the... We weren't that late. We, we planned on having a, a Disney. Yeah, but we like, didn't get the like the number one Disney choices, but we wanted to go with the Disney theme. I'm happy and with it. My Peter Pan probably would have fit a little bit better if we ordered it from the Disney store and not China. Yeah, yours was the China one. So my tights are a little too tight and they don't go above my butt. So we're going to cut the feet out and I'm just going to... Wait, gonna, wait, wait. Tell them the story of the tights. I mean, everything else fit perfectly, but no, the... What? You're telling... It, that was a good story. I enjoyed it. Everything else about my costume is what I meant. I meant how you... Threw Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Threw them away. Oh, and then that. how you threw all the meat away on Gosh. top of them. Okay, so I was uh, I threw the tights away because I thought that I was going to be proactive and go buy some he new tights crotch. that fit me. But because I ripped the crotch and they don't pull above my butt because they're way too small. So I was sagging. Like you were Justin like Bieber. Lil Peter Pan. Yeah, Lil, Lil P. <laughs> Lil P. <laughs> Lil P. <laughs> or Wonderland. Like <laughs> O N E. Yeah. Capital O, capital N, capital uh -huh. E, lowercase dir. Wonderlands with a Z. Wait, the O Neater? Lil Pete featuring Wonderlands. That's too that's too my rap. So uh yeah, so anyways, I but I didn't go and get green tights, so it's the day before Halloween as of this recording, and I figured, man, I need my green tights from a Peter Pan costume. So I went and dug through the trash. On trash day. It just so happens that we bought a Traeger recently, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit, and I happened to have thrown away a lot of raw meat, like gloves, and juices, and products, and I just had to dig through those to find my shorts, my, my tights, my green of, tights. All of the meat groups, fish, okay, chicken, I just wanted to declare pork, that beef. I only... 
it was pretty nasty digging through the bags, but the bag that my green tights were actually in was before we got the Traeger. So that was clean. My hands just got a little nasty and I immediately washed them with dish soap for a very long time. I don't okay? touch just so things. you know. I would never have done that. I was, yeah, I'm, For very, you. I'm very finicky about my hands touching gross things in general. No, you're not. I am. No, you're not. Like doorknobs and stuff? Yeah, but you reach into the garbage disposal. Well, it's not that nasty No, you don't, let, you don't like the like, human I can temporarily germs. handle it if I know that there's a sink nearby that I'll wash my hands at immediately afterwards with dish soap or something strong. But like out in public or when I'm about to go eat something, like... I always like open the door with my foot or with my elbow or like leaving the bathroom. I'll just do it with a paper towel as you should. Not like a creepy Howie Mandel person who like shaves my head because I'm so afraid of germs. Is that, I think he's just bald. No, he shaves it because he did like, he doesn't even shake people's hands when he meets them. Well, I feel like hair would protect you from germs by keeping it from touching your head. Um, no, I guess it's just a thing that he has. Just likes to be really clean. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No idea. I meant like, like you're not afraid to eat or touch rotten food. Right. I mean, like I <laughs> next to the sink, I know I'll be able to wash my hands, but like out when I don't know where's the bathroom or something. Yeah. It's like, I'm a little more cautious. You are. And I always like traveling in airports and stuff. I always have like hand sanitizer in my backpack. Do you want to know the grossest thing you could ever touch? What? A gas station handle. Why? Because everyone touches it and no, it never gets washed. You don't think they wash them? No. Have you seen a gas station bathroom? I have seen the gamut. Some are lovely and clean, but most are not. All I'm saying, if they're not washing their bathrooms, they're not washing their gas pump handles. Yeah, that's why we have hand sanitizer in our car. And I always use it after we pump the gas. Okay, well. I'm like Georgie. Georgie is like me, the kind of sensitive about things touching your face, you know? Mm -hmm. Just like sensory sensitive. And noise sensitive, like George hates the vacuum or when the blender turns on. I just bless his heart so much. He is your son. I love him. He's gonna like going hiking, going hiking. I mean, sometimes he stomps in puddles and loves it, but other times he like sees the mud and he like walks around it. (laughs) Doesn't want to stomp in the mud. It's a running joke in our family that he was meant to be a member of the royal family. Yeah, he accidentally came to us Uh where he could have lived such a posh life. Sweet angel now he's child. With us. I love him so much. Big things have happened in our home. Are we transitioning? We are. This is a pivot. Okay. Pivot. We're leaving Halloween. Bye Halloween. Um, well, first of all, should we talk about book club? Sure. Okay. So book club, if you may know, we've done one episode of book club. Uh-huh. We're reading this book. It's really great. We really like it. However, it is a, it is like it's a real snoozer tinder to the flame. <laughs> and it's also a snoozer. So I think we're going to forego doing whole episodes for the book club. And we're going to just talk about it as we will during the podcast for a period of time. Maybe a small segment, maybe a small segment in the, in between let's ask Siri a question. And Ashley has the facts, the yeah, facts with Ashley. The facts with Ashley. Okay. We tried to do episode two of the book club. Failed miserably. We ended up getting into one of the bigger fights of our marriage. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like it's one of the more funny things that we are trying to like read this marriage book and share it on a public, in a public place on this forum. 
and we literally can't because every time we try and talk about this book, we fight about we get marriage. in terrible, terrible fights. Well, I've just had a major breakthrough. Oh, you want to talk about that? I guess briefly. Okay. Well, I will allow that briefly um, as I am in the captain's chair. Are you, are you deciding what I can and can't talk about today? No. Um, I just, it's just, uh, I've never been emotionally sensitive or emotionally, um, emotionally intimate Mm -hmm. with anybody Mm -hmm. since my dad died when I was eight, shut off my emotions because I never wanted to get close to somebody if for fear of getting hurt again, if I lost them or, and I don't want anybody to get close to me in case I had to leave. Like when I moved away from Meeker, Colorado to Utah and I made my best friend cry and I just felt so bad. And those are the two traumatic things of my childhood that kind of shaped my, um, just my emotional closed offness in general. It's funny how something like so little, like, like saying goodbye you to your tell best friend. I went friend. to therapy yesterday and really learned a few things. So basically he taught me about um, how friendship is, is based on emotional intimacy and that it's so important to identify and put names and words to your emotions and not just let them linger and stew and eventually burst out as anger. And so he had me buy these cards on Amazon. They're called mixed emotions. And it's basically um, just a card with a lot of different emotions on it. And he told me to, to take the cards and as many as I'm feeling, just draw them and lay them out. And um, then you just write about them. So I'm just going to write about all the different emotions I'm feeling. And he said to bring that next time. And we're just working on putting words to my emotions and just learned about being emotionally in tune with Ashley and to respect somebody's emotions. doesn't matter if you understand them or not. doesn't matter if they make sense. doesn't matter if you think they're the right emotions or not. It just matters that you respect them and validate them because validating people's emotions is validating and respecting and honoring the person because they're their emotions and you can't, you can't control them or do anything about them. So to respect the emotion is to respect the person and to respect the person is to respect their emotions Listen to them, validate them, affirm them, and care about them. And basically, he gave a quote like 85 or 90% of problems are solved by just listening to somebody and validating their emotions. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think it, like, I've studied you a lot, like our marriage. Like, I don't, not in a weird way, just like we would get in a fight or something wouldn't go wrong. And I would just kind of like, try and figure out why I'm like a big person studier. I try and like figure them out. And I, I like thought I had, did you ever nail that down? No, I thought I had figured out all your triggers. Like triggers are just like someone says something that maybe normally wouldn't cause a big emotion, but like everyone has these triggers based on whatever that like, it's kind of like an uncontrollable, like emotional eruption that happens when like something small happens that, triggers like a past memory or a past feeling or like a time when they were super uncomfortable or super, super shamed or super sad or super scared. Um, and I thought I had figured out all of yours and I did not think that like a trigger for you would be like someone else or a child, like, or your child or me like needing you or like wanting to connect with you on a deeper level or wanting or like being dependent on you. It makes so much sense. And it, and like, I don't think it's wrong or anything. It's, I think it's super helpful to like 
for you to discover that and for me to discover that. And now we can work on it. Yeah. And so basically I have learned that I, in the movie tank, um, uh, inside oh, out yeah. makes sense to me now. Why sadness and joy are intertwined. I used to agree with joy at the beginning of the movie, like get out of the way, everybody. We're supposed to just be feeling joy all the time. And if we're not feeling joy all the time, then something's wrong. And I, I like her, I just thought sadness had no point, just happened to be there and, and try to keep it in a little circle because, out of the way. Like when but your dad I died. now realize that sadness is a good thing because that means that you've felt joy and joy is a good thing that because you have actually felt sadness before and one can't exist without the other and they work hand in hand. I used to think that sadness was bad. That was sadness was badness. Sad was bad, but sad is good. And like, I'm so glad that I was sad when my dad died because that means I connected with him while we were alive. And I used to think that I don't want people to be sad if I ever left because I don't want them to be hurting or something. But like I how just, you felt. but now I, I'm like comfortable, like saying, I hope people are sad when I die because that means I truly connected and helped them and provided value to them in some way while I was alive. And like being vulnerable to sadness means that you're also opening yourself up to experience joy. And that is like life. That is feeling those things is the purpose of life. And that's what makes life full is feeling sadness and joy. And you can't have complete joy without being vulnerable to sadness. Right. And, um, it's crazy what like a child, like how survivalistic, if that's even word, like your brain is, it just wants I to know. not feel. And these are all pain. things happening beneath this conscious thought. My whole life, I've never thought about this stuff. I'm 28. All this is going on beneath, like, without my brain actually, like, without me being aware of it. It took the therapist 30 <laughs> seconds of me talking for him to realize, it's it's clear to me. Light as day. You are not emotionally intimate with your wife. Probably haven't been emotionally intimate with many people since your dad died. You need to learn emotional intimacy. You need to learn to put words to your emotions. You learn to express your emotions. And accept others. And accept other people's emotions and learn that it's okay and emotions are important and learn to validate others' emotions. And your wife needs to validate your emotions and you need to learn how to do that. It's like a volleyball back and forth. You can either turn towards your partner or turn away from them. And um, and he's like, there's a buoyancy there. You'll still have emotions and you'll still get in arguments, but there's like a buoyancy that carries you through when you learn the art and the skill. He said, it's a skill. It's not just something that comes in marriage. Boom, you're married. All of a sudden, you know how to validate each other's emotions and communicate effectively. Like nobody teaches you this stuff, which they should. You should learn this in high school. You should learn this in junior high. I think you are coming into it with a handicap, though. Yeah, and I'm working on that. No, too. like what not in mean? a mean way. Like, like most people don't shut down like at the age of eight. Like, like most people don't at the age of eight subconsciously decide they don't want to be loved. And they don't want to love other people to save themselves from hurt and to save other people from being hurt by them. I just, my brain, I had no idea that my, that's what my brain was doing. No, I said subconscious, like most people. So it's like a big hill you have to climb after like I just now. feel like, I feel like I've gotten a huge start already. It's just like this morning I was stressed. I just laid down. I just told Ashley, I'm feeling stressed and anxious right now. And I need to go to the gym. And she was like, okay. And I did. And I just did down for a little bit and I did what I needed to do. I came back and I'm a hundred. I'm one hundo right now. I'm just taking care of myself and like putting words to my emotions. Boom. On a podcast. On a podcast. Where and were we getting? Oh, you want to, sorry. 
no, I'm just, just going to wrap it up basically saying it's just, I feel really good. Yeah. It's just a big, I just feel like my whole life makes sense. I didn't think you'd want to talk about this, but I'm glad. I think it's good to talk about. Does everything make sense what I've been saying? Uh-huh. I feel like your whole, like, the trauma wrapped around your dad's death is kind of like, not like it, but like how I don't understand it, but I'm like, whatever you need is kind of like, I think how you probably felt about my postpartum journey where you just didn't understand it and you didn't relate to it and you couldn't really fathom the depths of it. But you were just kind of like, well, I wish oh, okay. I, I respected your emotions more. No, I wasn't. This isn't like a bash. You, I was saying like, I feel like I don't understand it. Like you don't understand mm, that. You're just doing a better job of accepting my emotions right now. I wasn't getting at that. I wasn't trying to say that. I was just saying it. It's yeah. Like, okay. It's like something I've never experienced. Like you would never experience that. Right. And I never have been a super, like, I don't have an, I don't, like, I don't know what to say growing to up. You. At least I don't know if I do. Maybe I'm a super anxious mess. <laughs> I don't think I am though. But like, um, you have anxieties that I don't relate to, but, and you've had postpartum and things that I never related to and didn't get, but like, yeah. So it's the same thing. Yes. Different, obviously. And but if like, there's ever a third baby, like I will be so much more accepting of your needs and, and like, I've just come a long way at understanding basically to respect the person is to respect and honor and affirm their emotions. You don't have to agree. Big difference between agreeing and validating. Validating is basically like if I were playing this person in, in a play or like a movie, I was to put in, put on their shoes. Like I would feel the same way, you know, basically if I were in your same situation in your same circumstances and your same upbringing, I would feel the exact same way is basically what you're saying and nothing more. You can say that. And that's total validation. Like, wow, you're respecting me as a person, even though you don't understand my emotions. So yeah. Thoughts. And so, uh, Ashley and I, hopefully if you are, you're coming with me next time. Maybe on Tuesday. I just, the last time we went together to a therapist, we just got in a huge fight. I like that guy just <laughs> don't like fighting. It's just this guy is freaking on the ball. Like I feel like our first one. I mean, there you got to find the right one that you drive with, you know, in the first one. Um, I don't know. And so I'm not just going to make a lot of assumptions Did on a public have... forum like this. But this guy is legit, like on the ball, super smart. And Did he have knows stuff, stuff planned for you? Who? The, new the first guy? guy, the new guy. Yeah. Like he has, he had, he, I mean, he listened to me first and then he had, he just knew like exactly what I needed to hear. I just don't like going in and then being like, Oh, he definitely had things planned. What do you want to talk about? Today? No, he, he knows. And we are, he already has what he gave me homework and we have things planned for next time. He like wants you to be there too. Yeah. And it's, he's super cool. He's a cool guy. Cool. He said he wants to learn all about what we do too. He's like, maybe we can trade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does he want to do like a YouTube video? Yeah, something like that. Oh. Um, We're so all about trading. We should have him on our podcast. We maybe not. <laughs> Dallin's therapist visits. Awkward. A chat with Dallin's therapist. No, there is a podcast though. Well, I forget her name, but that's a, it's like a therapist, a psychotherapist whose oh, podcast yeah. is, uh, Dax Shepard interviewed her. Her podcast is her couples therapy sessions. 
the couples are willing to be recorded in their actual session and that's her podcast. I need to listen to that. It's um what's her name? She's super smart. I don't know. It's uh it's Here, I'll introduce the next segment. You'll introduce the segment. I'll look it up for you guys in case you're interested in listening to that podcast. Okay, guys, we have a marital dispute going on in our house right now. Uh oh. <laughs> that's right. No we, way. We never have those. We want, well, we're getting a new couch, which is a whole nother story. We, I think we picked it out. Um, we talked, we showed all of the options in our last vlog and we're just getting like the final one picked out. Here is the thing with this beautiful, large, new comfy couch in our upstairs living room. We cannot decide if we want to do a TV up there in our main room or no TV. That I, is a good question. I can It's not really a dispute. I see both sides very clearly, and I'm still deciding myself. Here's what I'm it not is, super though. hard for the TV. Maybe a little bit more. I believe in the fantasy that the kids can just know that it's not a TV, but <laughs> it'll definitely be turned on when the when the kids are around eventually. And then George is always going to want to watch it while we while we're eating dinner, and we don't want that. I have nothing against TV. I watch TV and love it, and. If I were to create my own perfect world, 80% of my time would probably be watching TV. No, like, like a, like a hard a 40%. Mine would be a lot more than I currently do if I just... It would be like when I was pregnant with George, I was just home alone with Luna and we went for a walk and then we watched TV and then we took a nap and then we woke up and we made some food and we went for a walk and we watched that we came home and watched TV and then we napped. It was like literally my perfect lifestyle having the schedule of a small dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that yeah. is why I am so against it. Because More evidence that you're a creepy dog lady. Because deep inside me lives lazy Ashley and I have trapped her there. And if I have a TV upstairs, I know like my greatest struggle every day will be not turning the TV on to uh, make my life easier. Oh, Like if it's available for you me haven't right even there, said this one. that's my biggest one. I don't, you don't want to be a lazy TV watcher more than you or are. Or like if my kids want to watch it or if my kids are having a hard time or if they're being grouchy at the table, it's so easy to just turn on the TV and they turn into angels, mindless yeah. zombie angels. That would be very tempting because like we would do it. They more. just eat. They don't complain. They just watch the show, put food in their mouth. Here's the downside of that. Um, Ralphie, simply on purpose, said kids are 30% more likely to be overweight they watch tv while eating Dylan and i were both overweight uh -huh. as children and i ate every meal in front of the television you did yes did I you i didn't at all me and my brothers did like to eat food in front of the not TV every meal the but that was like we ate dinner whenever we could we would just yeah we would just bring plates in there but we, we had a dining room too and, and like, we had like nothing against it table. it's my Favorite thing at the end of, of the TV. day is waiting till my kids are asleep, finally making my dinner, and then sitting in front of the TV and watching it. I crave that moment all day. And I just, I don't think I could do it. And Dallin's more like, I'm going to sneeze, Dal. Esther Perel. That's her name. Esther Perel. E-S-T-H-E-R-P-E-R-E-L. Esther Perel. That's the psychiatrist. That's the podcast that, where the psychologist or the couples therapist talks with actual couples and their session is the podcast. Right. Dallin's the optimist of our family and he thinks that we can 
easily strike a balance. Look, if we're willing to drop a couple grand, which we're not, we could get that Samsung TV that mimics what the wall is behind it. And it looks just, just like white? just like the wall, you know, it's just white, but it's cooler if it's like a brick wall behind it or something. But um, I mean, there are TVs that just like you can put up like a picture, you know, and it kind of looks like a picture. I just don't. But I don't want to spend that much on a TV. Target has some that are just like a couple hundred. Or if I had the personal self-control of like my sister or anyone else who could be like, no, we don't watch TV until Friday, then I think it would be super great. Yeah. But I don't think I can you, do that. So you think that you you think we would watch it a lot more if it was up there? Or would we just w- snuggle up on our new couch that we get instead of downstairs sometimes after the kids are asleep? I don't know. Or like if you're hanging out by yourself or I'm hanging out by myself, we can turn that one on, play music or have a show on while we're like cleaning or vacuuming or something. Oh, I know. A grown-up Ashley loves the idea of it. Yeah? But m- mom Ashley, who has to like TV lovers as children. And then I'm like, why do I care? They're just me. Like they just want what I want. Uh We could all be so happy if I just stopped caring. It's true. It's the great, the great struggle. So I see both sides. It's not really an argument. It's more like um, we're, we're deciding on this right now. It's not an argument. It's more like, well, I mean like you're for it. I think you're looking at tvs every time i come downstairs i'm still i'm probably more for it than against i am more for it than against i'll say that but i understand the potential downsides yeah i do yep the other option is just put it in our room Mm -hmm. but our couch will be so nice i know and all the windows around our living room and the fireplace under I know, the TV. That's what I think. In the winter. The ambiance. Just the, the snow's falling outside and we just snuggle up on our new couch with a fireplace on, watch a show. Yeah, that man. is tempting. It is. There's something about having just the TV on that's not down in the basement, just kind of up there with the ambiance of all the windows around us and stuff. Oh, I know. It's great. <sighs> it's probably going to happen because while I am weak, I'm also we get like stopping my kids from watching a million hours of TV. Uh-huh. I'm also weak at deciding on the best things for myself. Yeah. Would having a TV be the best thing Pro- or not having a TV would probably be, be the best thing. <laughs> and I probably, would. I think we will just exercise self-control and it could just be a flat rule that George doesn't watch TV up there. Only watch TV downstairs. Like at the end of the day, like we do currently, or when we need a quick babysitter for something. And, um, I think if we just keep our quick babysitter rule slash only at night, whether it's upstairs or downstairs, it won't really be an issue. No meal times. No meal times at all. Nope, nope, nope. And, and he might put up a fuss for that at the beginning, but no mornings. I think we're getting really good at, it's just like for a, like a 20 minute thing right when James is going down or at night. Yeah. I think we're kind of in a groove with that. I think so. And I think that we can keep it up with a TV up there. Okay. We're getting one. Next topic. Wait, I haven't agreed. You haven't? Uh Uh-uh. I thought you did. Maybe. The thing with me is like, I'm like, "Mm, no, mm." I can like put a big roadblock up, but Dallin usually just gets it. And then I'm like, oh, cool. (laughs) Like, that's awesome. Yeah. When it shows up at our house. (laughs) It's probably already on the way. I already ordered it. You probably already have a shopper ordering it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. You really do? No, I don't. Oh. Have I debated it? Yes. <sighs> what else, Ash? We got a Traeger. 
Yeah, this is like the thing, the the podcast about the issues, the news, and the things. Issues, news, and the things. So we bought a Traeger. Well, actually, we partnered with Traeger. Dallin loves his Traeger as I much like, as so I love Traeger. So I knew trees. that I would love Traeger so much, and I love that they're a Utah company, and my friends who have them just, and all of you guys, because we we talked about it in the end of a podcast saying we wanted a grill now that we finally have a house, which one should we get? So many of you guys recommend a lot of different things, but the most glowing recommendations were for Traegers. And I was like, wow. So I looked into them and I reached out to the marketing department. I was like, what's up, you guys? We would love to like put you on our Instagram story in trade for a Traeger. And they were like, oh, totally. And which made me so excited. <laughs> Such a win. And I'm just like so grateful. And so they sent us a Dallas. Ironwood 885. Okay. And man, it is a beautiful thing. So you got to go check out the Instagram story if you haven't seen it yet. I saved it in our highlights because I would have done this whether or not they sponsored us which are my favorite sponsors to do and usually the only ones we take. People ask all the time why we vlog and I think this is going to be Dallin's new answer because so that I can we get can a be given trigger. a trigger. <laughs> ah, it's so fun. Like, gosh, and so many of our audience loves triggers and smoking and grilling too. So it's just this perfect example of a win-win situation. My best friend, Shamra, she was just visiting our house. She now texts Dallin more than she texts me, except they're texting these like, it's, it's, we send each other. It's like I just send her it's, pictures of what I grilled. Their with. reactions are would be like if someone was looking at like a dirty picture or something, where they're like, "Oh, <gasps> like they gasp." But it's really they're just sending pe- each other like meat recipes. <laughs> yeah, we're oh. convincing Ashley's friend to get a Traeger too. Um, Dallin's life right now is like that very hungry caterpillar book, where it's like on Monday he on had Sunday, one salmon. On Saturday he ate through three cupcakes, one strawberry two pieces of pie, except one ice cream cone. Except it's all meat. Like you had one slice of tri-tip, one brisket, one salmon. Yeah. What have you made in the space of so four day days? day one, we made salmon. Right. Amazing. Which day two, I we made hate chicken. hate making salmon. Ashley hates salmon. Did you like the salmon though? Uh, it was okay, but when you wash the things. Compared to other salmon that you've had. Dallin left the leftovers. That's all I was the leftovers were in the fridge, which is fine. But talk about, did you actually like, compared to other salmon that you've had, how was it? It was good. For being somebody who doesn't love salmon. It was better than bad salmon. That's I just don't say. like salmon. <laughs> okay. I just, I well, eat well, it. What about the chicken on day two? Every time I eat salmon, I just think to myself, I could never eat this again and it would be a good choice for me. Yeah, she's not a fish lover. I loved it so much. It was so Plus, good. And then chicken. The chicken oh was good. It got gosh. fatter than it started. It's just hard to describe how Not juicy and like the flavor. It's just, it's just something I've never really experienced before in my life. Just how good that tasted. Yeah. And I wasn't prepared. Fatter is the wrong word. I like, was overcome. It didn't get fattier. It just, the thicker, size. that juicier. It chi- yeah. It was thicker than I've when it started. I've never seen chicken grow when you cook it. Grow in but size. But it was just this thick, juicy, yummy chicken. Wow. And then. The next day. We made no, ribs. Was it the same day? As it was day came? three, literally. <laughs> we made ribs. <laughs> Maybe there was some days. The ribs know. was a process. The ribs. Yeah, that was, that was a long process, but well worth it because those things are so good. And then the next day. And the next day we made tri-tip. And what are you making today? More chicken. chicken. for your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley's mom found out we got a trigger and she brought over a whole Costco bag of chicken. Like, please cook these for me. That's Dallin's job as soon as we are done podcasting. Which I am fine with. I can't believe it's four o'clock already. Oh, gee, the day's flying. We filmed the mail vlog today. 
Oh yeah. So anyways, um, if you guys have any questions, let me know. Cause I'm a Traeger expert now. Actually I, I'm not, I just follow the app. Their app is freaking legit and it tells you everything to do and it connects to my Traeger. I can turn it on, turn it off, adjust the temperature. It alerts me when it's reached a certain temperature. There's a little probe that you can put in the meat and okay. it alerts me when the meat has reached the proper internal temperature. It just dings my phone. I can be at church and watch my brisket cook. Isn't that nuts? You can't actually watch it, but I did have that idea. What if there was a camera with a light inside your Traeger? I thought that'd be a good YouTube you actually, channel. <laughs> YouTube channel. Just, of just watching, watching meat, meat cook. cook. And it's just kind of like that sitting and smiling YouTube channel. He has like 200,000 subscribers and he just sits there and each video is like five hours long and he just literally sits there and smiles. And each comment is like, whoa, he blinked it three hours, 13 minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> He's always there. He's just sitting there smiling. A little fun fact of the day. There is a YouTube channel called that sitting and smiling. You should go look at it. That's not. Here's the thing about Traegers for someone who doesn't necessarily care about the cooking of meats. It is so nice to keep the meat outside. That applies to like all grills basically. No, like, like I don't cook chicken in my oven or in my kitchen anymore. Like it's all outside. Ashley loves it. I am like a sanitization freak show when it comes to meat. I like it too because there's like drip tray liners and drip bucket liners and it's just all stays outside. Now I don't have to sanitize my kitchen. And there's not a huge mess in the kitchen and it's just a beautiful thing all around and it just smells beautiful. Dallin did make the mistake of washing the container for the salmon. I mean, it's not a mistake. It's just like a repercussion of making salmon when you finally wash Thank the container. Thank you for that correction. And our whole house smelled like moist, sm- like smoky Surprised moist. Surprised you used the word moist twice. What is the word? Humid fish. Just permeated every room. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm allowed to make salmon again at our house unless we like eat it that day so we don't have to store it. <laughs> Just makes everything smell. And then throw the, like the... um use and throw away container away and not to use like fair, our own Tupperware. The salmon isn't your favorite of the meats. I do like a nice smoked salmon, but I could get away with not eating salmon all the time. Chicken is good. Chicken is the Dallin's going to make me cherry pie. I am. There's pie. People smoke pies and pizza. And we're pizza. having neighbors over and we're going to do pizza. You just put the pizza stone in there. Boom. Wood fire oven. There it is. So excited for that too. Okay, guys, we're going to close out the podcast now. Thanks so much for just sitting and talking with us. We hope you had fun. We hope this was like, I don't know. We have fun doing this. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much to our supporters. Thank you so much for just sticking with us. This is <laughs> We Quite love you guys group. so much. We get so many messages every day, emails, uh, just like with support for the podcast and suggestions for new podcasts. And um, sincerely, we just, it's so much fun. We love hanging out with you guys and you're the best. What The Dashley family is made of the best people in the whole world, the Dashley community. Love you guys. Okay. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.